Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading John chapter 8 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left, with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. Dispute over Jesus' testimony. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true, because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your Father? You do not know me or my Father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him, because his hour had not yet come. Dispute over who Jesus is. Once more, Jesus said to them, I am going away, and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, Will he kill himself? Is that why he says, Where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, you are from below and from above. You are of this world and not of this world. I told you that you will die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am He, you will indeed die in your sins. Who are you? they asked. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you, but He who sent me is trustworthy. And what I have heard from Him, I tell the world. They did not understand that he was telling them about his father. 
So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases Him. Even as He spoke, many believed in Him. Dispute over whose children Jesus' opponents are. To the Jews who had believed Him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, You are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we should be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me, because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the work of your own father. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Jesus claims about himself. The Jews answer him, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this they exclaim, now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you but I do know him and obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet fifty years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham? Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. This is the end of John chapter 8. So here 
in John chapter 8, we see Jesus tell many truth. So he appears in the court, and we see dispute over Jesus' testimony, over who he is, dispute over who Jesus is, and dispute over who children Jesus' opponents are. Jesus is very clear that they're not Abraham's children, that they're children of the devil, of evil, because that's what they do. And then they refuse to understand or listen to Jesus' claim about himself, that he comes from God, and that he was before Abraham was born. So let us pray. Lord, thank you for these amazing words that you put in front of us today. They're hard to understand if our hearts are closed, if we don't have the Holy Spirit inside us. But we know that you are the true God. You are the Son of God. You are one of the Trinity. Lord, we understand that you were in existence at the beginning of time, and that you will be in existence at the end of times. Lord, we want to be your children. We don't want to be the children of evil. We want to be the children of the light. Father, take us in. Open our hearts. Open the way that we interact. Help us pull back our ego. Every day we fight the ego to control it, to keep it from getting in the way, to keep it from loving others the way they want to be loved. Lord, everybody is screaming to be loved. And we're screaming to be loved at the same time. And that keeps us from loving each other. So Lord, help us keep our silence and just listen to others and be willing to give without receiving. And in that act alone, maybe our voice will be heard for the first time. Help us, Lord. We love you. We believe in you. In Jesus, we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of John chapter 8. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.